this is still in beta. Uh, we do, this is a video game podcast, sort of, except last, our last episode was mostly about television shows <laughs> as I was editing it. Like It's general entertainment industry discussions. Yeah. I, and also sometimes things that have nothing to do with that. Yeah. I guess it is just mostly like, I don't know. It's our podcast. We just talk about whatever we want on it. Yeah, it's nerd crap, though. I mean, it's, it's if true. you don't like nerd crap, then you're not going to be interested. Yeah, I guess we could have called it that. We could have called the podcast nerd crap. <clears throat> right. That would have been more all-encompassing, I suppose. Yeah. Um, I guess as a follow-up to last, the last time we talked, though, the, the Willow TV show is canceled. And I, I feel like uh, we were part of that in some way. I feel like you were the opposite of that because you watched it all the way through. Oh, yeah. Um, but I did complain So about you contributed it. to it not being canceled. Uh, and in spite of your efforts, it was canceled. Mm. Well, I, I don't know what to say then. I guess... Um, whatever. <laughs> well, got, this I, is... I, I will I not... Mean, so, I imagine the show had a fairly high budget, right? Yeah. There was, I mean, all those licensed place, songs. Yeah, that was that was what the budget was on, was that sad girl singing into Sandman or whatever the hell. <laughs> no, I, I'm talking more like it was, it took place in a lot of locations. And I mean, sure, some of them were just green screen, but some of them were real places. Yeah. And, I wonder uh, if any of them were that void thing that they use or void or what is that thing the the thing that they use in the mandalorian yeah that thing um i don't know who knows i it's called it's not the void it's called the potter yeah and i know what you're talking about yeah whatever that, that room is the, or, the chamber the not. chamber of the where it's the happening now is the name of it um but uh Clearly, clearly a high effects budget. Yeah. And anything that's got that kind of budget, if it's not pulling Stranger Things, Mandalorian numbers, then it's going to get cut. Uh, which is unfortunate for a lot of shows. Like, uh, and like, I, this is something that I had mentioned to you, but it's like, you kind of. <sighs> The streaming industry needs to get its shit together <laughs> because this is their deal. So it's like, okay, hey, we're going to approve this show that's 100% going to have a cliffhanger ending. And we don't know if we're going to let these people finish their show. So you'll have these shows like 1899 yeah. and Willow and other other stuff like that. Uh, the OA, I don't know, so many things. Just think of a series on Netflix, and it's probably one of these. But it's got something that, like, it's really only, it's it's like, our whole sales pitch is we want you to binge this and watch all of it all the way through. But if you don't watch it the first week it comes out, then that's bad news bears for the show that you want to binge all the way through. Uh, and we're definitely not going to finish it 
And so now our our network is a bunch of programs that tease you with cliffhangers that have no end and the content is still around mm-hmm. or even worse, we're HBO Max and the content is ripped completely away so that you can't even like get a taste for it at all. Uh, and yeah. that makes you mad for a different reason. Um, and so now we're losing subscribers because people don't want to be dicked around with shows that aren't going to go anywhere. I think and, there's a couple things. That- and, and, and then like, because people won't watch the shows because they don't trust, like, like let's put this show on. It's got major cliffhangers, but uh, I don't want to watch it and get invested in it and then find out you guys cancel it. So I'm going to wait for the whole thing to come out. But that means that it's going to have bad numbers, so you're going to cancel it. Yeah. It's like, come up with a better system. Well, and so there's a couple issues with, and and different, because Netflix tends to still release things all in one chunk. So if you don't watch it in that first release week, if you don't like binge it, then... They probably think it's bad, right? And so then there's the other way that is like the HBO and Disney way of like, they're still going to do the weekly thing because they want to get those, they want to try to trick those people who want to get in on the show uh, while it's still in the zeitgeist. Because if you wait until the month or whatever run and it's over, then uh like they they make it ex- like just enough episodes so that it's like you know that's why everything's like 7 or 8 episodes because you can't just get the free month trial or whatever and then right it takes it. 2 months yeah yeah and then and then like if it's like ooh what's going to happen next week people there's still that like people want to talk about it like yeah kind of thing and rather so, than like the whole season of stranger things comes out all at once even though it didn't yeah, but, uh, but the consumer base <laughs> has changed mentalities for the most part. And there's a lot of people who just do what's what they're this, the, they're calling the churn, where it's like you sign up for a month, you watch all the shows you want to watch on that, you cancel the subscription, you go to the next subscription, and then you, you just like pay for a month at a time to watch everything you want to watch. And then you wait for something like two or three shows to come out that you want to watch. And then you watch those on the new streaming thing for a month and then you bail on that. So you don't have to keep up with a constant subscription fee because everything's like $20. And so it's like worse than it can be worse than cable, but it's not really worse than cable. If you get like a sports show, right? (laughs) If you like sports, it's never going to be worse than cable. Um, Right. Yeah. But I mean, that's, that's the thing. It's like we, they've, yes. This this whole on-demand programming has created a cycle where either you pay a lot to have everything all together, or you share passwords or something, or you do what you're saying. Where yeah, it's like, well, I'm gonna have HBO for a month, and then I'll cancel it, and you know, just watch the three the three series that have come out, and it's like, I mean, certain things, right? It's like, you know. Game of Thrones was an eight-year run, right? And it's like, well, you could watch that whole thing in a month if you, I guess, put your mind to it. 
And then sometimes, you know, things are like, well, I'm not even going to watch this because it turned out HBO, you know, Game of Thrones ended with bullcrap. And now people regretted watching the whole thing. Uh-huh. As that's the other thing. It's like when it's on demand like that, you know, you'll have people that are just the wait and seers who say like, I'm not going to get invested in this series at all. Unless I know that it's going to turn out pretty good. And it's like, his Dark Materials was pretty good up until the last like three episodes. And then you're kind of like, what? Uh, is this how the book ended? Because this is, what? Why, why does anybody, why does nobody know how to like end one of these fantasy or horror or whatever genres of book? Because they always end in something that you're just like, what? There must have been words that can't be put into pictures or something because this is dumb. I mean that's tale as old as time. I feel <laughs> you know, it's just hard or at for... least as old as Stephen King. Oh yeah, yeah. But no, I mean like I think of there's many, many shows that just like can't stick the landing, like they can't end the show in a satisfying way because it's like I mean, for some things I for some shows there's like BS like Lost or Fringe where it's just a terrible terrible jerky around show the whole time but <laughs> they, and uh, well both of those were like we got new writing teams because of a writer's strike that happened in the midst of our run i don't and it wasn't both of those. it wasn't both those shows they were but they didn't both overlap the writer's strike i don't think fringe did I could see, I think uh, Lost probably did, but I don't think Fringe Well, did. fine. Then there was a bus accident and everybody writing for Fringe died or something because I, that last, that last like future people season or whatever the hell was going on was like, let's just try and find one thing that can tie all of this together, even though what? I can't keep complaining about Fringe. I mean, I can keep complaining <laughs> about Fringe, but I don't want to, but it that show every season it's like they killed all the old writers and they gave the new writers like nothing. They gave the new writers the premise again and they were like, write a new show. Don't watch the old episodes. Yeah. yeah, it was like, I mean, it was like the reverse of what they do with BBC shows where they will like kill off an entire cast of a show and then just like have all new people on the show and still call it the same thing. And you're like, what is going on here? <laughs> Wait, what show? Are you just talking about Doctor Who or what? Well, okay, Doctor Who does it. Yes. Being human, that show did it. Like, literally, let's just murder everybody on the show and replace them with new vampires and werewolves and whatever. Like, it has happened on multiple shows where the entire cast is just like, you guys are out of here. Your contract's ended or something. And all new people. I didn't. It's not like they have merch. It's not like Transformers the movie where they have to like kill all the old toys to sell new toys, is it? I don't. I don't know how you could possibly sell like a weird British werewolf man toy. Uh, who would buy that? But uh, I mean, no. if it was modeled after no. David Tennant, I think there'd be a lot of buyers. I, I'm going to assume there's some law uh, like in England where like you can't serve more than three consecutive terms on a TV series or something. And then they, they just have to get rid of you. I don't know. I think Paul Hollywood's been on every season of bake off. So I think there's some, he's been the only, the consistent, the only consistent cast member on that show. 
<laughs> right, but you see what I'm talking about. Yeah. They've murdered how many people on that show and replaced them? <laughs> the sad state of Mary Berry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. But what were we talking about? Anyway. And so like the bald guy, the bald uh, host is gone. Yeah, um, yeah, he uh, left. He was only on like two seasons, right? Uh, I don't, I don't know. It was a number of them. He was on the same as long as the goth, but well, the goth has uh, been on longer because it was the goth and uh, the short lady that were together oh, for a while. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, but see, like they just they're cycling people in and out. Yeah, all over the place. Well, and the original two, uh, they 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 left of their own accord when it because the show changed channels it went from something like bbc one to channel four or something like that and so there was a big hub up about and that's also why mary barry left but i don't know i have no idea what that means and is is that like going from like msnbc to fox news or something like no it's are just, they rivals do they like have are they did they not want to join a new softball team i don't i don't know i don't know the the politics of british broadcasting i know like the bbc is the well then what is this podcast about (laughs) i know the bbc is like publicly funded through i think it's like a i think it's like a volunteer subscription service sort of thing like a subscription pbs kind of a thing from what i was reading i don't know if it's volunteer I think it because it's not taxed, right? It's not, they don't use, mm-hmm. I guess they don't use tax dollars to fund that. You like sign up to be able to watch that program and then you fund it that way. From what I've, from what okay. I've read anyway, like it's an opt-in thing. Weird. It would be like here if like I suddenly just decided to flip it over and see what was going on in Sesame Street that Elmo would start knocking on my house demanding cash like, you saw it, now pay. <laughs> I mean, don't they like? Doesn't PBS do those telethons? Yeah, that I guess kind that's of true. Like but you can Bird. ignore those. <laughs> Big Bird is going like ding, 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 ding. <laughs> money, please. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Give me the money. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I couldn't see. I couldn't see Big Bird doing that. I could see Elmo doing that. Um, Elmo is such a shill, but the. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So like that's that's kind of where we are with with streaming stuff. And I think the other thing that's happening now is like all of these big streaming companies are realizing how much how much the cost actually was to invest in all of the infrastructure to store all their streaming crap, all of the stuff to keep up with the software and all the accounts and all the security that's involved there. And they when they were like, why are we paying Netflix? Or why is why are we just taking a small piece of the pie for Netflix to show our stuff? Why don't we show our own stuff? And then they started showing their own stuff. And they're like, oh my God, people want original programming. This is so expensive. How are we going to fund this? Uh, I know, we'll make an ad tier so that all the rubes can watch the ad tier. Right. Nobody wants to watch that. So they're going to pay us twice as much to watch without the ads. Yeah, I mean, and, and that's the thing that Netflix is running to, into now. Right. Like they started to lose subscribers because they lost massive amount of content because it went to all these other streaming services. And the thing is, Netflix was very fortunate to be as successful they were for so long because 
if you think about it, most of their content when they started had already been paid for through ads because most of it had been on television in the past when it was paid for by advertising, right? Like, if yeah, you were, well, if you were watching or the it was Office a of, it was a backlog of or movies, something, right? What did you say? So, yeah, it was either a backlog of TV shows that had already been paid for by by ad money, or it was a backlog of movies that had already been paid for because they were all like stuff that was already on DVD. Like that was, you know, a lot of people forget that Netflix was the mail-in DVD rental system. <laughs> Right. You know, and so it was just like converting that DVD process into a streaming process. And like, that's where the bulk of their stuff. Right. Was. Right. Yeah. Right. So most of their content for most of their history was paid for through ads or box office sales. And yeah, it, it wasn't until recently that they started to do original content, but that original content was funded by the money that they made off of ad paid programming prior yeah and like, early on even i was like why are you guys bothering making your own shows i don't want to watch that <laughs> well some <laughs> of them were pretty terrible early on too yeah, yeah like i think stranger things was the first show that they made on their own that i was like oh you made a good one okay right because well, i think before it was like i feel like that was where like all the sci-fi shit movies went to was netflix right like that's where you like now this is where like bee vampires the beaver vampires is going to be is now a netflix original movie or something it was like yeah it was all like really terrible stuff like thanks killing and crap like that uh-huh now beave vampires or is it just called bee vampires? So it's really confusing. Like it's it's like, am I being a vampire? No, it's beavers. Bee vampire? Yes. <laughs> They're beavers. And I don't they know. Use their big, they use their big teeth to make dams of people. Right. Or that they suck the blood out of. of blood sucked people dams. Yeah. Blood sucked people dams. Right. And that's where they live. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cute. And... <laughs> And they swim in a river of blood and oh. that they dam up with the dead, dead, desiccated people. So they don't, but they do drink it too. Sure. Yeah. That's I mean, they're bee vampires. Yeah. Bee vampires. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so. Yeah. No, I mean, that's, I don't even remember what was, hold on. Google already knows Lilyhammer. The witness protection show? What what are you looking for? I'm trying to look up what this show is now. I've never heard of it. Lilyhammer? Yeah, it's yeah. it's about Crime a mobster drama. who uh goes all good fellas and he like sells out the rest of the people in his organization and then goes into witness protection and they send him to like Sweden or something like Lilyhammer, Sweden, and so then he's oh, just yeah, this like the, mobster Richard, guy Richard living Williams. in Sweden. Oh, okay, yeah, I never, never even heard of this. Came out in twenty twelve. Was that like their first original show or something? Yeah, it was the first show. So yeah, they've been trying to do 
stuff since 2012. And some stuff's good. That cyberpunk show, that anime was pretty good. The uh, the the originals that they did for She-Ra and Voltron were both really good. But those were also yes. through DreamWorks, so I don't really know how that adds up. But Well, I mean, yeah, it, DreamWorks was the studio that, that made it, but they, none of these, it's not like Netflix animation studio that's doing this, this stuff. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I guess the thing is for, like, every Mandalorian that you get, you also get a Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. Well, for every Mandalorian that you get, you get like five Boba Fett. Five Boba Fett's. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. And that's why they only get one season. Yeah. And I'm hoping Boba Fett only gets one season because that show is garbage. <laughs> Half that show, and that'll lead me to my next point. Half that damn show was The Mandalorian. <laughs> like, the good gonna... parts? Yeah, the, the back half of the show was all just man like, Literally, what was I was looking up because season three of The Mandalorian started, and so I'm like, I'd heard that like, oh, we started the show, we started episode one of season three, and I'm like, the hell's going on? And then he like shows up in a new ship, and I'm like, what? And then Grogu pops up, and I'm like, wait, didn't he just send him to Luke? What the hell's going on? (laughs) (laughs) And so I'm like, what did I miss? And so I go to Google, I'm like, what the hell's going on? And they're like, here's the three episodes of Boba Fett you have to watch in order for The Mandalorian to make sense. I go, you shits. Like, why did you <laughs> yeah, do this? That was what that was. That was their like Hail Mary to try and save that crisis of a show. But like, how did they how did they. OK, so Boba Fett sucked, right? It started off bad and it just like didn't go anywhere because you like, know why it started off sh- bad because Boba Fett should have died in that fucking hole like he was supposed to. Yeah. Yes. Sure. I mean, he was not very good. Like, and they tried to retcon Boba Fett in the prequel movies by like making him actually a Mandalorian or something instead of just a bounty hunter who wears Mandalorian armor. But then even all that Mandalorian stuff is all just extended universe junk that like isn't even supposed to be canon anymore. But, but is, I guess. I don't know. So they're just like, they're just so all over the place with what the lore is for Star Wars. And I don't really care anymore, but I'm, I guess I'm just like irritated when it's just poorly made in general. <laughs> so where I'm like, you're making me, you're making me not like the stuff that I used to like, mm-hmm. because now you're just like lumping it in with all this junk. And, and so like Boba Fett shows up, he gets out of his hole and, uh, and it's like, it's like not even that long after, I guess. It's like, you know, a, a handful of days after he just gets out and he's like, I'm done with this Sarlacc pit that's supposed to like kill me or whatever. And then uh, Jawas, I think, take his armor. Yeah. And that's how it shows up in the, in the Mandalorian season two or whatever. And then he just goes on this spirit quest with the sand people. And which, reason, which what happened? I thought Anakin was supposed to do his job and kill all of those people. He did not do a good job of genociding. Well, I mean, they were still around whenever uh, Luke runs into them. And you're right. That's true. It's bonked in the head. So. Yeah. Uh, He's only good for youngling killing. That's all that Anakin was good for. <laughs> 
<laughs> and apparently he didn't finish the job there either. Right. I know. Because there's like so many stories that are like based off of like escaped younglings now. Like yeah. So many side shots. <laughs> Oh man! So yeah, that Anakin guy was just worthless. He couldn't even could even kill children. Oh. <laughs> it's terrible! It's terrible. I mean, he certainly couldn't kill his own children. So <laughs> whoa! <laughs> uh, yeah, he's awful. Uh, prequel Anakin's just terrible. He's just terrible. Um. Except for his pickup yeah, lines, so- that was that was his best. Was was all the lines he used to charm Padme? They were amazing. <laughs> best lines. They should be in that book, the game by whatever psych- psychopath douchebag wrote that book. But Anakin's pickup lines should be one of the chapters. Yeah, just I talk about how much you hate sand. Um, and I don't know what he actually said to her in that meme, where like. It seems like she makes a joke and he doesn't react correctly. And then she's like, yeah, but, but really? And then I don't know what the actual discussion was, but like, that's definitely part of the pickup line uh, is to be a little bit of a psychopath. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's part of like being kind of a psycho or a sociopath, I think is part of pickup artistry in general. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because otherwise Um, you can't treat human beings as commodities. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, If you think of women as actually being people, uh, they're not as easy to dispose of and move on from. So. Uh, speaking of being a bad person, Boba Fett. So, <laughs> right, yes, that was just. Yeah. A, a, first of all, just any story that's like now. Here's the villain's story. It's like he was a bad guy uh, in the movies. Why are we doing a story about him? <laughs> Yeah, it's like, well, what's there to flesh out? And they're like, but what if he took over Jabba's gang and was like trying to be reformed, but also was just kind of a mob boss and still did crime, but only his kind of crime. And so that's okay. Yes, he decides to get rid of the people who were selling drugs in the community. Yeah, it's fine. He's still a mobster. But he got rid of Spice, so that makes him a little less bad than the other ones that were doing that part. Yeah. Organized gambling? That's cool. Slave trade? Probably still cool. (laughs) Uh, Sex workers? Probably still cool. He's fine with all that stuff. Drugs, though? At least Spice. That's too far. Yes, but you can still get that weird blue milk crap or whatever at the at the cantina. Yeah. So anyway, so yeah, episode five starts and it's just the Mandalorian. Like it is just the Mandalorian doing Mandalorian stuff, picking up where the show left off. That is the Mandalorian season two where that left off. And they try to tie up and like write Grogu back in the show because they know that people aren't going to watch the show without Grogu. Uh, 
And so they got to. Right. Because the real title of the show is the Baby Yoda Funtime Hour. Yeah. And so. You know, they figure out how to write him by in back into the show by like just abandoning the entire reason for the first two seasons. And then. uh then they're like, he's back. And then he meets up with what's-her-face Amos Sedaris, who's like, hey, everybody, it's the Mandalorian. Like, that's a literal line that she says in the show. And I'm like, man, that was the premise for part two of this show. <laughs> was that line. Uh, and uh, and so then then it's just a Mandalorian stuff until the end where that Asian lady shows up and she's like, Boba Fett? And they're like, yeah, that's the end of the episode. And they don't even end, they don't even use the Boba Fett music for that episode. It's just the Mandalorian music. <laughs> like it's his theme song and everything. Uh-huh. And I'm like, amazing. What an amazing episode of this show. And they do that for three episodes. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's, that's how it goes. And so, yeah. It's like, what if you watched a show called like, the Niles Crane show, and then like half of the season was just Frasier. <laughs> That's what that was. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> they realized, because, and here's the thing about Boba Fett, right? Is like they, I'm, I, it's not like regular TV where like at some point in some live action shows, they are like writing stuff mid season to like, to like do the back half of the season, you know, to fill out some of those other episodes. But I think with these streaming shows, they just do it all at once. You know, they have like, okay, here's the next season is these eight episodes. So we wrote them all, you know, and then you, you know, like, I guess the feedback must've been like, what are we even doing with this guy? Like, how do we keep people interested in this show? And they're like, I don't, I don't know. I ran out of stuff. The only thing left is to kick the spice people out. We've got one episode left. Not even a whole episode. It's half an episode. And they're like, well, shit. I guess throw the Mandalorian in there. Like, people like they, him. They know. Yeah. They're, yeah. Get some baby Yoda <laughs> with force powers to, to save everybody. That'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, how we'll, that's how we'll wrap it up. We'll just wrap it up with... And then if people start season three of The Mandalorian, they'll be like, gotcha. Now you got to watch Boba Fett. This is yeah. the book of Boba Fett, that where was... chapter two is Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> that was the trick. <laughs> yeah. It was an old it was a shell game. It was like, yeah, yeah, we're going to get people in here to watch a Boba Fett series, but they don't really want it. So... Could you imagine? Could you imagine if these shows like sold separately? Like if they were just like you brought DVDs of these shows, like if that was still a thing. Right, like, uh-huh. and you bought like all three seasons of The Mandalorian, and then you're like, "What in the hell is going on here?" Because you did not buy the one and only season of Boba Fett, <laughs> of Boba Fett. and they didn't include it in the box set. It's just like, what? What is happening? Future yeah. generations will be totally confused to buy this series, uh, assuming that they still watch it on whatever like weird mind vapes or whatever they have in the future uh where they just inhale nanomachines that make you make you show. think you just watched a show <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh can you believe 
That's like, what is it? That's like Total Recall, where you just like have memories of. Yeah. Of, Why you have do memories stuff of watching you the just show. think you did? That's, that's the future <laughs> of entertainment. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, what are you after, right? Not the actual experience, just remembering that you had that experience. Right, exactly. And that leaves yeah. more time to work in the salt mines. That's true. It does give me way more time to work in the salt mines. Yeah. Yeah. My salt numbers are way up. What am I thinking? We're probably going to have robots mining the salt in the future. No, we're going to be working for the robot. And they need salt. If you're lucky. (laughs) They need the salt. I don't know why. They just need it. What if the salt is their drug? Like... Like it interferes yes. with their circuitry slightly, and, so they're and then they're like, gonna just have to uh, have some. They're gonna have to have some robot bounty hunter to kick all the salt dealers out <laughs> and take over the mob business of robot mafia. Humans are just are just slaves and trading giant like salt licks <laughs> for the robots. Traded for salt licks. <laughs> oh god. Uh, and the robots just like, what do they? They just like rub the raw salt on their robot bodies, and they're just like, don't ask uh, the robots what they do with the salt. That's not for humans <laughs> to know. <laughs> only, only a few people have been allowed to see what the robots do in their salt dens. Yeah. Do they call them? Wait. Do they call them? Like the people who deal in salt, are those the salt shakers? Or are those the people who try to kick out the salt dealers? I don't know. I don't know robot slang. (laughs) It does not compute. Uh, I guess, should we bring up a video game discussion? (laughs) I guess. Have, have you, you been playing anything new? Yes. Okay. Yes. I I started to finally start to play uh Horizon Forbidden West. Okay. And uh um yeah. So it's just I mean, it's more of the same with more story stuff. Uh I guess there are some new things like they added abilities because I don't think that was the thing before where you could. What do you mean by abilities? So like uh, all the different weapon types, right? Like they added a couple new weapon types that I do not use because I only use hunter bows. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Because I mean, the other ones are like, Wait, so did you never use, did you never use like the trip caster or anything? No, that stuff is dumb. It's like, not it's hilarious. Sure. Fine. I guess. But like, it's not practical. It's like, I mean, those are the fucking joke weapons. They are not like, you don't really use them. So they added all this extra crap that I don't use. Cause I still just use the hunter's bows and sometimes find... the sniper's bows. I've got to find the video of my friend filling a room with trip casters. Uh, uh-huh. that has like a bunch of guards standing on like at, in at duty or whatever. Like, 
they're not patrolling. They're just standing entirely still. And they're all just watching Tripcaster crap, like fill the room. <laughs> so he lays down like a hundred or something different, like Tripcaster things. And then walks in and like gets one of them to aggro and they all start running and then they all just explode. <laughs> okay. Well, first of all, that must've been a mod or something because there is a strict limit on the number of them that you can put down. It's like two, unless you buy skills to increase it. So you definitely can't put down a hundred of them. You can put down like maybe five at the most ever. Oh, well, this was a lot, but also is that in Forbidden West or? I I don't know what the rules were in the first game. Uh, Forbidden West, there is a strict limit of traps that you can place down. Yeah. So that was one of the things they added. They added traps, which are like, just trip casters that are worse because it's just like you place a trap down and it's just affects this one little spot. So you've got to put it on a path of an enemy or somehow get the enemy between you and the trap to run over the trap. And nobody can see them, even though they're these giant friggin' balloons with a bomb attached to them. Uh-huh. They're just like, whatever, I'm running into that balloon to get you. And they just go and explode. <laughs> Um, but I don't use those, <laughs> like I said, because it's dumb. Uh, and the, yeah, and so they add, they also added, like, so, like, remember the rope caster, which would, like, you could shoot a pterodactyl, and then it would, like, stick it, staple it to the ground, or, like, it would be, like, stuck on a rope. Oh, yeah, you could, like... Couldn't you, like, tether big robots to the ground? Yeah, you could, like, pin down stuff. Um, But then it's, like, I guess conceptually it's supposed to be, like, let me pin down this robot so I can fight this other one. Because if you attack the pin down robot, it frees it quicker. Mm -hmm. Um, And then they added, like, new versions of rope casters. So it's, like, canister casters. So now it's, like, I have a fire arrow. I'm going to staple this fire canister to this creature and then shoot the fire canister with a fire arrow to explode the canister. And I'm just like, oh, that's work. I could have already killed it with regular arrows. Uh, All that elemental switching around and stuff. It's just annoying. I don't like doing it. Um, And, uh, Right, so they added that stuff. Uh, there's new monsters, uh, new like robots and things, right? And like I said, more more story stuff. And I guess there was like an expansion that I didn't play. Was there like an expansion to the first game, like downloadable content of like playing somewhere in the north in like a snow area or something? Yeah, the there was some kind of frozen north or something i also didn't play it what the hell is up with every game and that being their like expansion content is like now we put ice on the ground it's like monster hunter world did that like the the sequel or expansion or whatever to to the underwater builder game what's that one called uh subnautica subnautica yeah subnautica like their expansion was Frozen North Subnautica. Like, what's up with that? Why is that like 
That's like the new like leprechaun in the hood thing. It's like now everything is in the, the frozen north. I mean, <laughs> well, well, <laughs> well I, I don't think you can do. I don't think you could do Horizon in the hood. Although, <laughs> well, but you know although, what I mean. Like, like, like every you have every, me intrigued. Every horror movie went like now. It's the horror movie in the hood, right? But yeah. The the video game version is now it's the video game in the frozen north. I mean, it started with it started with I guess. Lord of Destruction expansion to Diablo 2 because it mm. was like, now we're in the frozen north. Oh, yeah. th- that wasn't in the hood? No. Yeah. Anyway, that's what I'm playing right now. Yes, I, I, have, I have taken no advantage of any of the new features and just stick with the same, <laughs> the same old strategy. Well, I guess whatever works. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It's like, oh, there's like so much... There's so much like you got to do all this crafting and nonsense to do the trap stuff and mm-hmm. use like all these extra resources or you can just sneak up to a person and stab them with the spear. <laughs> Why would you do all this other like noodling around crap to get a trap to work? Yeah, I rarely use trap like things kind of for the same reason of like you got to do a lot of prep work and it's probably quicker to just do some other thing yeah especially because they don't even like like they usually aren't one shot kills right like whereas the stealth attack is almost always a one shot kill at least on the humans for sure and on some other robots right i remember right yeah most of the lesser robots the ones that you the ones that you're going to one shot kill to get out of the way because they're really just annoying you from being able to shoot all the, cause that's the thing. Like the reason you use hunter bow for 99.9% of all combat is because you're not really killing enemies because you need XP or whatever. You're killing them because you need to lop off the three different robot parts to collect yeah, them to craft like, the other damn thing. And you have to specifically tear off the, right. The, and, and traps don't help with that, and rope casters don't help with that, and none of the other tools help with that. The only thing that works is the hunter bow for knocking the tails and antenna and crap off of monsters. So why use any of the other features of the game? Yeah, I mean, whenever I unlocked in Forbidden, no, in Zero Dawn, whenever I unlocked that one arrow type that just, like, knocks stuff off off the guys, <laughs> I was like, well, I mean, this is kind of this is kind of it. This is like really the only arrow I need anymore. It's like blast crap off things and that'll get me all their vials. And then it also like opens up their weak points. So like, then I just use the heavy damage thing on their weak points. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Yes. You use the arrows that strip all the parts off to strip all the parts off. And then you take the big ass gun that fell off of them and kill them with their gun. That's it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was the other thing. It was like, oh, I knocked off this guy's like a big devastating gun. I bet he hates it whenever I shoot him with that. <laughs> yes, they hate it. It still works. Yeah. It's attached to nothing, but it definitely still works. So, yeah, there there are some interesting new monsters. Uh, I think you would be entertained by the fire monkey robots that throw fire feces at you. Uh, <laughs> as they should yes it's just they, they're they just like they, they go ooh, ooh, eek, and then they throw like three bombs of flaming poo at you uh-huh 
Yeah. Now, what's really going to trip you up is when they make the frozen expansion to this game, and then they're throwing cold poop at you. Ice poop. Ice poop. Yeah. Is the story... I found the story in the first game pretty lackluster. Is it better in this one, or is it... What part of the story did you not care for? I didn't like um, most of the stuff with uh, Lance Reddick, the guy from The Wire. Uh-huh. Uh, partly because I didn't like his character, but also because I hated the way he said focus. Mm-hmm. Like he just over-enunciated that word, and I got tired of him saying it because he would say it all the time. Uh, and then I also didn't like that it was... It it ended up being another rogue AI story. And uh-huh. I'm like, oh, this again, huh? All right. <laughs> uh, well, this one is different, I guess. Uh, like this one, you're restoring Gaia. So okay. it, you have to go Pokemon all of the other sub- routines to build Gaia back right okay so like Hades is dead but then all the other ones like Poseidon and and Demeter and stuff they all escaped and scattered to the four corners of the southwest United States (laughs) (laughs) and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you have to go uh capture earth wind fire and, and fire. water and return them to create captain planet once again uh-huh. <laughs> okay yeah that sounds goofy but all right <laughs> um i did you get a sense of so something i did really like about the original game was I felt like they did a good job with like the um the world building and the tribal distinctions and like how humanity kind of all came from the same set of cryo babies and like diverged into these weird like subgroups of people and like I still think my the peak moment for me with that game was when I was in the like town of that worships the sun mm-hmm. and was wandering around and I started hearing these like things in the one of the central like chamber areas and walked over there and there was a sequence being played out where they were because the, it was part of the day night cycle like the sun was setting. And these people were carrying out a ceremony to like bid farewell to the sun that was their god. And I was like, this is neat. Like, this is a neat thing. It's not just like random NPCs walking around all the time. Like, here's a set of people that like have a ceremony that they're playing out. And I'm not like, it's not a story beat that I have to like go fetch some magic MacGuffin to like make their ceremony complete. It's like, a thing that is passively happening and I can observe it because they just do it. And I'm like, I don't know how many people saw that thing that I saw or like thought anything of it, but I was like, 
they're like representing a culture here and and an aspect of culture that is like rarely demonstrated because who puts the effort into making that, right? Mm -hmm. And I was like, this is neat. This is a neat aspect of how they have like made these different groups of people distinct in this game. Um, so. Well, they 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 have you're in the you know a forbidden west or whatever, which is at anything I guess west of Utah, but not north of Wyoming. Uh, so you are exposed. There's a whole new like set of tribes that you run into mm-hmm. in this area. It's so, like the first set I ran into was the I can't remember their name. They were the Umami tribe, and they are uh, it was something all about like, mouthfeel. So, yeah, so, so it was uh, some name or something like that. But they were like they were like the farmer clan, and it's really weird because they're like obsessed with being farmers and all this stuff. But so it's like they know all these things about plants, and they're like, oh, you know, they they have this culture where like when you when you're born, you get a seed pouch, and when you get to a certain age, you fill it with seeds that represent that are important to you. And then when you die, somebody plants your seeds. Uh, so like that creates a bunch of quests. We have to go find dead people's seed pouches. Oh, that's kind of grotesque. Uh, but wait, but doesn't that mean they didn't plant their seeds? Well, that's their, no, no, that's, you have to go find their bodies and get their seed pouches. Oh, so okay. that they can be planted. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> okay. You're not like, it's the, it's the, <laughs> It's the dog tag quest, but it's yeah. seed pouches. That's what it is. Right. But you're not exhuming graves to get their seed pouches. You're like, no, 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 it's no, no. people that were not. Yeah. It's people that have died. For killed various, in action or something. Various reasons. Yeah. Uh, but also like they worship some of the robots as gods because the robots were like doing all the farming for them. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, wait a minute. So are you guys farmers or are the robots farmers? Because it seems like the robots were the ones doing all the work. And now I don't understand. Like, Mm. I feel like they're not so much a farming culture as they are just a lazy ass culture that (laughs) let the robots do all the work. Uh, So I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure about that one. I was also like, put off immediately by like one of the lines somebody said early on in the game, which was like, they said, uh, um, we harvest what we sow. And I think they were supposed to be trying to say like, or, or, or no, 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 not, not that we, we seed what we sow. That was the, the line that they said. And I'm like, okay, but does both be plant. So that's not correct. <laughs> and then I was just like, no, this culture is ruined forever for me. Because some writer did not understand that sow and seed are the same word. <laughs> Maybe that is what they meant. And, just, and it's just like, it is what it is. We, we seed plant what we, we plant. We plant what we plant. You know, can't do anything about that. You just plant what you plant. Right. And we but plant was, nothing. The robots they, plant. <laughs> right. Exactly. We plant nothing. Robots plant it. But it was like, it was, it was in a statement of them giving me a quest reward. So it was like clearly meant to be like, we, May the force be with you kind we, of a thing? It was No, it was like a pay it forward type of comment sort of thing. Or we pay oh. our debts or whatever kind of thing. <laughs> and I'm just like, no, you plant what you plant. That's what you said. 
but there wasn't a correct their grammar option in the dialogue choices. So I just had to move on. Well, yeah, I mean, Aloy doesn't know anything about farming. <laughs> I would love that. Oh my gosh. I want to, I want that game now where like you can literally correct people's grammar as a dialogue choice. It's like somebody says like, <laughs> Hey, what you doings? And you're like, do you mean what am I doing? Instead of answering the question, like your option is just correct them. Oh man, you would get so unpopular. That would be great. <laughs> you have just like now. Is this like you have a character class that is just pe- pedant? <laughs> the character class is grammar Nazi. <laughs> just, just go around <laughs> correcting people to earn experience. I, I could see. Oh man, in a, in like a a Fallout style game where you have like intelligence based options mm-hmm. and like somebody speaks poorly, and you can just correct them on their grammar and like you get you get an experience like uptick, but their reputation goes down for you. <laughs> they dislike you definitely. That yeah, it, absolutely. That is how that game is working, and then it's just like well. I don't really care if anybody in this town likes me. I'm just going to correct everyone. What would be great is if later on, like, if you do that enough to somebody, like, he starts like, speaking passive- better. Well, I was going to say he starts <laughs> passive aggressively, like talking to somebody else and just like glares at you while they do <laughs> they say the thing you corrected them on. I prefer my option where it slowly improves the language of that society. <laughs> You correct people enough times <laughs> and you start hearing them use a whom in the correct context. It's like, what? <laughs> but there also has to be an option to correct someone incorrectly. Well, see, that's if your intelligence is too low. You get the same yeah. prompt. <laughs> you get the same prompt. <laughs> Don't you, you mean whom? No. Definitely no, not. I that don't. is not how that word is used. No, the correct her, the correct phrasing is Jeremy and I's plant. <laughs> I believe what you meant to say was you don't want to loose all your money. <laughs> the correct phrase that is for you all intensive purposes. <laughs> for all in, for all insensitive purposes. <laughs> That is one thing like about some of the older Fallout games is the stupid, the stupider you make your character, like if you make it all the way stupid, like zero intelligence, you do have like stupid people responses. <laughs> so that's nice. Yeah, I guess I'll have to pick that game up at some point. I've been playing a handful of games I just got for free through the Epic Game Store. Like I played the... It's an old game called Star Wars Squadrons. Mm-hmm. And that was like, you can talk, it's like X-Wing versus TIE Fighter, except mm-hmm. kind of simplified, but it's, it's pretty good. It's a pretty good little, like, it's not a simulation, but it's not like super arcadey. It's not like Rogue Squadron where like it's a fixed horizontal plane kind of thing, but you do like space missions and stuff. So it was pretty fun. Now I've moved on to Need for Speed Heat, which I found to be a pretty good podcast game because it's an open world racing game where you have like events and stuff that you drive to. Uh There's all these other like side activities like 
Go do you drive to it in your race car? Yeah. Because that seems terrible. That's not how you're supposed to do it. That's like, like even Lightning McQueen had his, you know, dude that hauled him around. Yeah. I mean, you, you, you drive around in your race car and it's problematic because there's, there's these different, like there's different builds you can have. Like, you know, there's like an off-road build or like a street race build and like a, drift track build where you're the whole intent is to like slide around a lot and so uh-huh. like i'll get into my drift car and it'll be like all right drive to this drift track and i cannot control this thing <laughs> uh-huh. like i must stay on this road oh it's got a slight turn Whee! yeah it's like well i gotta make a 90 degree turn on this road i guess i'm gonna slide into this farm for a little bit <laughs> <laughs> and this is they said this is a need for speed yeah, yeah. are there so it's are the the police that try to chase you as yeah. you go around and travel okay. yeah so there's yeah that's that's part of the heat thing so they had like the hot pursuit uh series of games that they did and they did this one which is called heat and that's because like they don't play uh what is it who did the heat is on? They don't play that song, but, uh, oh, but they should, they play a bunch of like weird, their soundtrack's really odd. It's like very like Latino club music during the day and like some hip hop and some like electronic music in the nighttime. And there's like a day and a night mode you can be in. So like the daytime mode is like all the official races that are sponsored by people and like have, you know, stuff in the, in the, the roadways and stuff are like marked off and there's like official race, you know, photographers and stuff. It's like sanctioned stuff like Le Mans or something like that. And, um, you earn a lot of money doing that stuff. And then there's the night races. And those are where you earn your reputation for like being a bad boy of racing. And that's when you earn heat for like doing all these races at night. And that's when the cops can start chasing you. And so they'll try to like, just like ram the hell out of you but they'll also kind of kind of try to chase some of the other cars but they don't really pay them much attention like if you get within their cone of sight like during the race like if you if there's a guy getting chased and you pass the guy getting chased and the cops like oh it's the player character we're gonna go get him now <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and well, so yeah that's how like, it always works i mean that's that's how it works when you were fighting monsters in a game, right? It's like, oh, these NPCs are fighting the monster. Let me look at it for a second. Now, all guns towards you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so you build up like heat and it's kind of like the GTA wanted system. Like you get these heat levels. And so they start increasing the severity, like heat level zero, like a cop will try to chase you for a bit, but he'll give up after a little while once you get to like heat level three, then like it's like four or five cops are really coming after you. And uh, heat level five, I think is the highest I've gotten up to. They start, they send like a helicopter out and they start trying to like lay (laughs) spike strips. And I saw like a big old, like meat wagon looking thing driving at me. And tanks, no tanks yet. (laughs) No. Yeah. I don't think there's tanks because they have to like be able to keep up with your freaking race car. And so it has to have the illusion that it can go like 200 miles an hour. (laughs) I see. But so they they don't have like roadblocks set up with the big, like weird 
riot machines and stuff? Not that I've seen yet. I think there are roadblocks and I, there's, cause there's like challenges to like blast through those things. So like, uh, I guess if you're. Fortunately, there's always, there's always like a flatbed truck with the flatbed, like, like at an angle on the road, right in front of the roadblock for some reason. Yeah. They haven't, they just don't know, but they keep See, putting that ramp truck that's supposed to load. They're like, yeah, we'll just load his car onto this ramp. Truck. Let's get, yeah. Let's lower the ramp and put it in front of the roadblock. We'll just, we're so sure he's going to stop. Let's just get the ramp free set up so that we can load him on. He's definitely not going to Dukes of Hazard right over the roadblock <laughs> off of that thing. <laughs> but yeah. we just need to be extra prepared to just throw him on there and haul his car off. Do it real so, fast. Yeah, I, I don't know if that exists, but. Uh, oh, but there are like ramps strategically placed around the city because you have these like big ramp challenges. So you can like take the cops off the big ramp challenge with you and like that they usually don't do very well with that <laughs> yeah i imagine they're not prepared for that that was not some part of their police vehicle training but uh i did um you do get to like customize your character look and as soon as they like let me pick from a lineup of characters i was like I saw one dude and I'm like, yeah, I think we're going to pick that guy because he looks like the douchiest dude in the whole room. And so, <laughs> and so I picked, huh? I was going to say, like, I, I figured you would look for the one that you can put the big orange afro on, but. Well, you can put the big orange afro on anybody. And I so see. that's part of it. So, like, I did, I picked that guy. And, but what I did, I should see if they have an afro. I don't think I found one. They have, like, curly hair that's like shaved on the side but it's like not what i'm after so what i ended up going with was this like really terrible like swoop down over the eyes hair like like flock uh, the of extra emo hair and like made it like this bright neon teal and put him found this shirt that is like it's a white t-shirt and it says something like like road media speed meteor or something and it looks like some shirt speed me <laughs> what does that mean is, I that don't supposed know. To, is that supposed to be like hitting on someone is I it don't... like is it sexual what is it <laughs> i don't know but, it, me. but it's just like it's just this like off-white shirt and it's just like red red like impact font it says speed meteor with like an orange stroke around it and I'm like, that looks like something your mom would make for like, <laughs> for like your, for like your high school club or something. And it's like, there were the speed meteors. And then he wears a fanny pack with it. That's part of the shirt. And so <laughs> put that outfit on him. And then I was like, what kind of, what kind of pants do they have? And I found these cutoff shorts. So I put them in the cutoffs and then uh, I found these like pink snakeskin combat boots and i'm like this is my dude this is it and i i picked my car and repainting it is free and so i made his first car this like hot pink with like teal rims and then i changed the license plate to read uh speed me <laughs> speed me <laughs> what, did I, <laughs> what did i say oh 
I had to misspell it, but I, I think I just, I misspelled douche with like a lot of U's or something like that. Cause I just tried regular douche and it was like, that's profane. No, that's what it was. I tried to use douche and it knew what I was up to, even with the misspelling. <laughs> and then it was like, that's a profane license plate. So I turned the, I said, I turned the license plate to just read profane. And so I was like, that's a profane license plate. <laughs> yes. There you go. Yeah. And so that was my car for a while uh, until I bought a better car. So I'm guessing there's a multiplayer aspect to it, which is why you can't just put whatever you want on the license plate. Yeah. There's a bunch of multiplayer junk with that. And which I guess, yeah, is why you can't just say like ass shit on the license plate. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And you have to like explain to to EA, like my parents named me a sheet. (laughs) Like I, that's just (laughs) my name. Well, yes. I mean, I told you about the person whose name was Shitanya. Is this a real person? Yes, it was on their name tag. No. It would... <laughs> no, yeah. S-H-I-T-O-N-Y-A. Mm-hmm. What was uh, their last name? I don't know. <laughs> I was afraid to inquire about that name because it didn't seem well thought out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, there's a couple of good answers, and then there's just a lot of boring answers. Like, if it was, like, Chitanya Floor, like, that'd be funny. Tanya Flowers. <laughs> uh, yeah. There was another... So, oh, oh, there was another game I played. Uh, I played Boyfriend Dungeon. Okay. If you're familiar with that. That is a dating game simulator and also action RPG game. That's where, like, you collect boyfriends and they are all weapons you use or something? Yes, so you, I did not understand the concept until I played the game, but the idea is that there are some people who are wear weapons, like they can just turn into weapons. Uh-huh. So, so it's that like was the beast's beast. curse, but just weapons. Yeah. yeah. Um, but one of the characters that you meet is also a vampire, so there's like all kinds of stuff going on. And a weapon? Yes. Yeah. So it's all over the place. Uh, but yeah, so you meet all these people that turn can turn into weapons, and uh, you date them, and then when you're not dating them, you go down into dungeons and use them to fight monsters. And the monsters that you fight are your own insecurities. <laughs> uh, so, like, if you have a fear of... Uh, commitment you would have to like slice through a bunch of wedding rings and marriage licenses i suppose uh Uh, that type of thing like it's a bunch of inanimate objects that turn that that attack you so like the first one is a fear of change and so you're fighting like old timey technology like flip phones and victrolas (laughs) and uh, i love how those are in the same category yes well, anything that was made before 2005 is just trash and nonsense. So, uh-huh. yeah. So, yeah, flip phones and Victrolas because they're the same. And uh, like VHS cassettes and stuff like that. And if you've got a fear of public speaking, it's just like podiums and teleprompters. And microphones and mm. I guess index cards. 
that was that's what that game was about. It was definitely uh targeting uh women slash maybe gay men because there was like there were only of, of all of the potential suitors there were only two females and a lot of males and non-binary by comparison but was it fun yeah uh, i mean it was pretty simple <laughs> it was pretty simple <laughs> yeah yeah it was definitely more interesting than just a regular dating simulator because there was like some kind of action activity to do between dates. Most of them are just narrative choice, branching choice options. Yeah. Where you have to like do the Sims thing where you just like butter them up with a bunch of, you find out what gift they like and you give them a bunch of that gift repeatedly or something. Right. And, and there, there, there definitely is that in the game. Like you would find crafting materials in the dungeon and recipes and you would craft a gift and then you would give the gift one of the weapon people so there was there was definitely still some of that so is that how you made the weapon better the way that you made the weapon better yeah was to get them to fall more in love with you and so uh but it was like um the if you 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 ran through a dungeon as you ran through a dungeon and like killed monsters with them that would build up like their relationship meter and when their relationship meter would go from like one to two, then you would go on a date and then that would unlock the next level. And so you had to go on like, like there was all of them had like six levels. So you had to go on like six dates with them. Mm. And could you and max out all the weapons or did you have to like make choices? You could be a total slut burger and max out all the weapons if you wanted to. <laughs> okay, Good. Yeah, there wasn't there wasn't like at some point where one of them was like, you must choose him or him. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. And there wasn't like any kind of like mutually exclusive choices where it's like. Right. No, Brandon, the gun isn't going to love you if you, (laughs) you know, go out with Jared, the. I don't know, scythe. (laughs) (laughs) There was a scythe. Uh. No, no guns. They're all melee weapons. Oh, well, all right. <laughs> One of them was a lightsaber, though. Yeah. So, kind of, yeah. They couldn't say lightsaber because that's copyrighted, but it was a lightsaber. Uh-huh. They have to say, like, laser sword or something. Yeah, something like that. Well, that sounds kind of like what I expected it to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And now I don't have to play it. No, you don't. Well... Do you want to wrap it up? Okay. <laughs> so we're about an hour and 15. Yeah. yeah was, yes. What do we name this one? There was something we were talking about. What was that show? Oh, Bee Vampires. Bee Vampires? We should call it Bee Vampires. I want to call it Bee Vampires because that will force you to figure out how to spell Bee Vampires. I think it's... Yeah, I think it's going to be... Uh, Is it B-E-A-V Empire? Yeah, B-E-A-V... B-E-A Vampire. Yeah. That just sounds like B. Arthur is a vampire. Google didn't really know what to do with that because it tried to parse it as, like, B-E-A Vampire, 
be a vampire, like become a vampire. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. That means there's like there's a hashtag that is be a vampire. So it doesn't know how to, it's like Well that's good news for us. That means that uh It'll be trending. Yeah, well <laughs> yes, it'll be trending. But also that means that there's still like an option to get that movie made. So we should write a script. I think. Yeah. Uh, there's there's been like animal I could have swore there was more like vampire animal movies, but I maybe I'm wrong. It was Benicula and Count Dracula, the end of list. There's Vampire Dog. It's a movie called Vampire Dog. Oh, there you go. That's that's something, I guess. Um all right. Well be How about vampire. clampires, vampire clams. <laughs> They make blood pearls. Sure. Blood yeah. pearls. That's the sequel. Curse of the blood pearl. Uh-huh. <laughs> Trapping people's souls in blood pearls or something, I guess. Uh-huh. Sure. How yeah. do they, do the vampire clams, do they just, do they just Clampire? Like, do the, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> this is why the NPCs hate you. <laughs> uh-huh. The clampires they open up and they've got their like they've got their foot tongue thing I'm guessing but that's not what they use to suck the blood right it's just their teeth, stomach foot it's just no, they teeth, have teeth that come in the shell that come out of the shell yeah yeah the shell's got two fangs yeah yeah it works exactly the way you think it would work <laughs> yeah <laughs> and it's one of those things it's just like how do they keep getting people. Those clams is like they can't really even move about out of water. <laughs> Come on, people walk on the ocean barefoot all the time. Well, In like fact, that's how most the first of the time one gets people you. are people are barefoot on the ocean. Yeah, I right? mean the first the the first kill is people walking out and some. It's like it's a teen skinny dipping scene, right? Like a teen yeah. goes out there and it's just like how Jaws starts, where teen goes out there and starts skinny dipping, and then and then the clam. You see the clam and the clam like gets her foot or something. And she's like, ah, and gets sucked below water. And there's blood on the surface of the water. And the dude's yeah. just like freaking out. And he's like, what happened? The clam got her. It was a clampire. And they're like, you're insane. And so they lock <laughs> him up and he's just like, clamoring. Just, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> just for, just for making a, a claim. Yeah. And so, and, but then you start seeing other like clam clam situations where it's like a woman in in, in bed is just lying in bed, and she lo- wakes up and she's like looks at the clock and it's just like three a.m. and she's just like oh my gosh, rolls over and there's a clam on her pillow and then it opens up, <laughs> it just gets her and then it just gets her, yeah. So, so I think the first is is the is the movie is the first movie where they explain the origin of the clampire, like Dracula like accidentally bled into the ocean, or is the second movie the one where they explain the origin of clampires? Like I could totally see the first movie just being there's clampires, deal with it. No no explanation. That's the subtitle. Clampires, deal with it. <laughs> but obviously curse of the blood pearl involves like pearl divers right and and they like 
find this ancient clan that had like the red pearl uh-huh. that has it. the blood pearls in it. Yeah, had the blood pearl and and then like he doesn't realize that it's like possessing him and making him like go get the clams out of the ocean and put them under people's pillows so that they can feed on others. Oh, so you're thinking you've got like a Renfield clam diver. They're clamping him. They're clamping him, which is clam vamping, right? And clam. Well, he's in there. What do they call that thing that vampires do? It's vamping, uh, isn't no, it? Or is it, it? There's another word for it. The thrall. The, it's, the, a, it's the, the thrall. thrall. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, clam they're thrall. using their their powers to control him. Yeah, just like clam any thrall. any vampire would. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, right. So that's just it's like a Renfield thing, and yeah, and so he's just like <laughs> he starts diving. Yeah, he starts being in in the clam thrall of these vampire clams. Clampire. <laughs> <I can't. laughs> How many times we got to correct you on this? See, now that we named the episode Bee Vampires or Clampires or or Clam Vampires slash Clampires. I don't know. I don't know. Clampire does seem like a better story than Bee Vampire, though. I got I got to say. Yeah, it's also less confusing for Google. No. I, I would argue with you. <laughs> oh wait, no, this is different. I thought <laughs> Okay. I thought there was a okay, hold on. There is Clampires already in the Urban Dictionary a lexicon, and there's somebody with a World of Warcraft character named Clampire, but he doesn't seem to have anything to do with clams or vampires. There is a video on IMDb called Clampires and Other Stereotypes. Well, now I don't know what to think. What is they're what is a clampire? Oh, than- they're sent to hell by and socked by a horrific vampire clamshell case. So it's not a clam. It's a vampire VCR case. Okay. <laughs> what? That makes no sense to me. Okay. Well, for copyright purposes, we better just call this one Bee Vampires. Yeah. There was this... Okay, so what I was making me laugh was there is not... I misread it, but it is Clempire Janitorial, the premier commercial (laughs) cleaning contract in Tulsa. So that might be an undercover... Vampire hunter? Undercover front for the Clampires. This Tulsa-based janitorial service. Okay, I, we'll name it B Vampires. That way, we won't, you know, cop, we won't get a DMCA. Order. Yeah, <laughs> takedown notice. Yeah. Okay. That will unless out. unless B Arthur's estate comes after us for the little-known B Arthur is a vampire. B vampire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that that one. Pulled Golden Girls episode. They didn't. They couldn't air. It was too risky. <laughs> where, she, where she became a vampire, <laughs> and that's when they replaced it with the empty nest 
pilot. <laughs> okay, well, I'm gonna probably feed B. Arthur as a vampire into an AI art engine and see what that gets me. Fair enough. But yeah, I think we're maybe that'll wrap us up. All right. <laughs>